3: This is Sheffield
4: Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to the squeak. You listen to ninety-three point two FM on Sheffield Live. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm James
2: Hargreaves. How are you doing? I'm very good. Good. Yes. You had a good week. Yes, indeed. I, I think the week's gotten a bit better for you, hasn't it? Now, Luke. Uh, now, now the biscuit crisis is over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, funny because I was in uh, I was in Tesco at Barnsley
4: and somebody was asking for ginger nuts and I was saying, you know, I think this, you know, because of the floods there's been a massive big biscuits uh, supply issue. Yes. Um that they've been flying them in, haven't they?
2: Yes, emergency biscuits have been flown into South Yorkshire. Emergency biscuits, quite right too, which is just, you know, what you call any trip to the kitchen. <laughs> yes, I had a I had a wacko this morning.
4: Aldi's <laughs> finest. <laughs> yeah, It was nice, actually. It was all right.
2: Yeah, I, lo- I love a biscuit. Yeah, two cargo planes full of biscuits were flown into South Yorkshire in the past two weeks in response to a biscuit shortage. I think that's how they should be delivered anyway.
4: In bulk, very quickly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Straight into your gob. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's been a funny week for uh, funny news, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, have you ever wondered um, what cats are saying? All the time? Do you know, I, I do. It's usually um, like, feed me. Well.
2: Go away, human.
4: Yeah. um, Or give me attention. Yeah. Usually. In the same sentence. Well, not that we know, but <laughs> just just a guess. Um, But phonetic specialists at a university in Sweden um, are saying that they can crack the code wow. within five years. Awesome. Yeah. They are saying that um, they reckon about 90% of the meows um, are likely just to be cries for attention. Yeah. I could have told them that anyway.
2: Yeah, that, that's cats all over, isn't it? Cats just want attention all the time. Yeah,
4: um, but they're saying that this study study that they're doing may allow us to learn how our dialects might affect our cat's accent. Oh, yeah. So a cat from Sheffield might have a different meow dialect to a cat in London, Well, they've done instance. studies
2: on birds and stuff, haven't they? And, and they found that, I don't know, crows or whatever have, have different... Um, accents in different regions. Really? Yeah.
4: Oh, I don't know. Didn't know that. Um, hmm. Well, you never know. It
2: might offer up some pearls of wisdom. Oh God, are we doing puns again? <laughs> I didn't think we ever. Well, I don't think I ever stopped. No, you've never stopped, Luke. That's the problem. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still clawing away. Oh God! You keep scratching at under don't you? It's just not fair. Oh God. People kill me, kill me now!
4: <laughs> oh, it's fu- you know it's funny because I was um, Carl had oh, I, I tweeted something about breakfast and Carmelonia tweeted saying uh, I've run out of bread. Yes. So then the bread puns started this morning. Um, yeah.
2: Well, they started yesterday, didn't it? The bread bread stuff.
4: Um, not the puns. The puns I uh, started the puns today. I yeah. say we it was me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> as it always is. as well, it always. That's is. it. Listeners might not realise that as soon as we leave here. Like <laughs> right. We we get in the car to go back, we drive over towards Hillsborough where we come from. Uh the good part of the city. And <laughs> all the way it's silent until you think of another pun. Yes, it's literally the cog's turning in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um
4: So that was the headline for that story, Pearls of Wisdom. I couldn't really think of anything better. Um but yeah. Hmm. The next one is Pintless. Right, um, you know they brought these um, these new alcohol guidelines. Yeah, um, they reckon now two and a half million people are, are breaking the weekly limit in a single day. Um, not a surprise at all. No, I did that yesterday. I know quite <laughs> a few of our mates do it regularly, probably yourself included. Yeah. when we go out after the show.
2: I tried to do it yesterday when I went to the big white tent on uh, on division on Devonshire, Devonshire Green. Green. Yeah, uh, but it was. Four or five pounds a pint. Yeah, it's gone up that. It weren't that expensive last year, I'm sure it weren't. Do you know, I can understand it because of the overheads they have. Because putting an event on like that is not cheap. No, but it no. does. It does kind of sting a little bit. It was
4: great, great night though. Well, of course. I mean, we completely forgot to mention it last week because um, we were sort of speculating what may or may not be announced. Um,
2: For Crystal, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. The, the Crystal stage at Shamlines. But October Drift actually played the main uh, headline spot last night, didn't they? The yes. Yeah, it was really good. Well, I had every intention of coming to meet you, but I I ended up going Being out drunk in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I went to meet uh, a few few mates to watch the match at like two o'clock. Um, you know, like I say, I had intention of going home, getting changed, getting ready, and coming back out. And I just stayed out
2: until about half past ten. Um, so I did.
4: I did quite well, but I didn't make it to town. Unfortunately. Fair enough. Was it good though?
2: It was. Well, it was a really good night. Uh, they've, they've done really well. It's a massive tent on there now. Uh, there's like a little it patio will. bit outside with the heaters and stuff. Because you used to have it at Fargate, didn't they?
4: And it was a reasonable
2: yeah. size. Yeah. But this one is is bigger, like you say. Yeah. The sound system was crazy. You could you could hear the music from like the university. Oh right. Like, oh, so it's like when tram lines is on then really, isn't it? Yeah, it was really loud. like pulled a few people in as well.
4: Well, apparently, 9% of drinkers consume more than the new weekly recommended limit for alcohol in a single day. Um, they were, uh, you know, they, they did the new thing, alcohol guidelines. New guidelines. In, yeah. Thank you, yeah. It escaped my brain completely uh, in January. Um, so do you think, I mean, this, this we talked about this last time when you were, when you were not very well and Faith was in. Yes. Guest yeah. presenting, she said, well, it's pointless, people will ignore it. And they appear to be doing just that. Yeah, of course they do.
2: You, you get into a pub, you pay some money, get a drink, and then what you do is you lose all inhibitions and just carry on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just keep drinking. Are you, are you breaking my microphone again here?
4: No, I'm just making sure that you're loud enough. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I don't
4: know. I don't, I don't know if it's these headphones. <laughs> it, it, Sometimes it just it's clicked
2: there. off in my ear, so... It clicked off in mine as well. <laughs> I
4: don't know if it's the headphones or the microphone, but I think we're okay.
2: Yes. So yeah,
4: it seems to be working now. Absolutely. What else has been in the news this week, then, James? That you've noticed?
2: Uh, well, it's it's. Uh, do you use ad block when you're uh, online? No, I don't really understand how to do it. So no. You have to install something. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like a browser plugin, uh, can't, and can't be bothered. What it does is it takes away all the adverts that you might normally see on websites. Okay. Um, that poison your your eyes. Um, But yeah, Adblock have turned on ads for a day today. Why? In in the name of free speech. Um, And what they're doing is they're replacing the normal adverts with adverts for Amnesty International instead. Right. Um, So they got messages from uh, the likes of Edward Snowden and Al Waiwai, or Weiwei, however it's pronounced, the uh, Chinese artist. Thank you. Uh, And the Russian punk band Pussy Riot. (laughs) They uh, <laughs> they've all got messages in there, so yeah. If you if you use AdBlock and you see these adverts on, it's not because AdBlock isn't working. It's because in the name of free speech, they're uh, showing adverts for today only. Gripping, yes.
4: <laughs> Fun, marvellous, right? We better have a song, then, have not we? So, what's the uh, what's the first one that we've got?
2: First one is uh, a girl electronic act that's uh, started up in Sheffield. there's like a collective of electronic acts coming around at the minute. Uh, and like, a lot of the um, punk scene have got together and done like s- different stuff. Uh, and at the Cucumber Lounge on the 26th of March, there's a, a bunch of them playing. Um, that's at CAD's at Shellsmore. Uh, this one is I- Isis Moray. I think she's named after uh, the Egyptian goddess and not a group of terrorists. Uh, but the song is called Crystal. Marvellous. Well,
4: it's quite long, so we're not going to play it all, but we'll play a little bit of it. Yeah, of course. you listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Get in touch on Twitter, at The Squeak.
2: Yeah, Isis Murray uh, I like the description of the gig that's coming up for, for her piece innit? Um, As I say The Cucumber Lounge at Cads and Shellsmore On the 26th of March description is using synthesizers, vocal manipulation and beats Isis Murray will be creating A visual and sound performance With an ethereal ambiguity The film and sound will be working together In sync Sounds like something written by Neil Hargreaves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With uh, less expletives uh, but it aims to express the darker side of the feminine uh, yeah she's sent that in uh, just as anyone can so if you're in a band or you're an artist then please do send us your music uh, you can just tweet us at the squeak T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K on Twitter and you can join in just by tweeting stuff throughout the show as well and uh, don't forget the facebook page facebook.com forward slash, slash
3: the squeak the squeak yeah uh, send
2: us a message if you want to uh, if you want to send us some music we'll uh, there's an uploader we'll give you a link to the uploader and just uh, stick it on there and we will hopefully play you
4: absolutely absolutely um so um, we've been talking about the um the crazy football league season of the Premier League um the latest thing to happen in this merry-go-round. Um, Steve McLaren has been sacked yes. and replaced by Rafa Benitez. There's a there's a shock. Well, it's not a shock <laughs> that he's been sacked, but <laughs> Rafa Benitez is a bit of a surprise from where I was. Uh, yeah. when I was coming from. Did you see that one?
2: It, it was one of those that it was. Uh, apparently, it came out that they were talking to Benitez early last week. Where, where do you stand on this? Should I should think? They... It's, I think it's
4: terrific.
2: Oh my God, that's the worst
4: you've ever done. <laughs> Look, <laughs> trying to trying to get one with Rafa and
2: Benitez. Yeah, if it doesn't work, don't do it. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. You yeah, can't l- win them all. Where, where do you stand on football clubs approaching new potential managers when the manager's still in place? Um,
4: It's a difficult one, but um, you don't want to... I mean, for me as a football fan, I don't want to be... I'd rather have a manager in place Yeah, all of the time. So I wouldn't want a caretaker in. So if you're going to sack somebody, have somebody ready, in my opinion. Don't sack somebody and then start yeah, the hunt Yeah, but even then. if
2: the manager's doing bad.
4: Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, personally, I'd still rather have a football manager in place. Would you not? Would you I sack d- him and then start the hunt then?
2: I don't know. It's, it's how... Kind of disruptive, must that have been to even the Newcastle players and stuff to read that they're getting a new manager before well, the current managers? Yeah, no, I still agree. There.
4: The idea is that you do it discreetly, and obviously Newcastle don't know anything about discreet discreetness. <laughs> no, no. Well, do they? It's old Mike Ashley, isn't it? Yeah, he's a bit of a clown. But um, the same <laughs> the same thing happened. In fairness, when we Sheffield uh, Wednesday sacked yeah. Gary Megson, um, yeah, Dave Jones, yeah, they'd yeah, been yeah. spotted having dinner, so a bit of a giveaway, really. Yeah, um, almost. And Megson knew what was coming. Um, but no, I mean, I think I think it's a shrewd appointment. It might just be a little bit too late yeah. in the season. Um, but yeah, uh, that comes on the back of more football news. Premier League um, away tickets are going to be capped at £30. Yes. Which I think is very positive.
2: It, it's good and it's bad. I think it's good because obviously travelling supporters don't have to pay out as much. But then essentially... You got the home supporters who are paying like seventy or eighty quid in a lot of, a lot of places that are essentially then like paying more than the the visitors. Mm, so what? It's well, it's not fair, is it, for the for the same game, same similar kind of seats, the home fans are now paying more than the away fans. Well, I suppose, but y- the
4: home fans are. I don't know. Well, you don't go to an away match every week, do you? So you need some incentive to go. And if it's like a, if it's quite far away, like you're saying, you can't yeah. you can't afford it. It's not a viable day out, is it? If you're playing seventy quid, then you've got your travel.
2: Yeah, but then, then you're also what on the flip side of that is you're then punishing the most loyal supporters that pay week in week out, and uh, that they're, they're paying more than somebody that that comes there just once in in a season.
4: It's an interesting argument. I'd not really considered the other side of it. Yeah, I've got to say. But uh,
2: the, the obvious answer is that football, the Premier League now, is getting six billion pounds worth of TV money. So why don't they make them all cheap? Use the, the, well, the TV money to subsidise all tickets. They
4: could quite easily do that, couldn't they? Yeah. Um, let us know what you think on the Twitter. Uh, I think this is a, this is quite an interesting one. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 a brief mention to football. Anyway, do you think Newcastle will stay up? No. You think it's too late? Yeah, I just.
2: It's a, it's a bit of a disaster up there and it? it has been for a while. I can't see him turning that around quickly enough.
4: Well, it'd be interesting to see what happens because um if they do go down, is there some is there some uh, clause in Benitez's contract that says he doesn't go into the championship? I'd be very surprised if he stayed if they if he got relegated.
2: Mm, I don't know, it's a new new contract, isn't it? Yes. Then, then essentially if he's just looking after it until they get relegated, then that is like a caretaker-manager contract, isn't it? Until the end of the season.
4: Well, I suppose. Mm. Anyway, um, McDonald's, do you like it?
2: I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I not <couldn't> resist. <laughs> <laughs> da,
4: da, da, da. Very good. That's all the advertising we will give them. <laughs> uh, no, actually, this headline is Unhappy Meal. Oh, yeah? Um, McDonald's, uh, a branch in uh, Chalton um near Manchester, in Manchester. Yeah. Um, are having to put bouncers on the doors of uh, McDonalds after yeah. months of antisocial behaviour from school children. <laughs> okay. So the busiest time of day uh, between three and six on weekdays, um is gonna be uh it's gonna be sort of like dormant up. What do you think about that?
2: There's a there's a lot of McDonald's do that, isn't there? The McDonald's oh, in it? Sheffield on uh, High Street, they have dormant on there. Yeah, it gets a bit tasty though in the evening. That's that's yeah. like
4: city centre, isn't it? that's, that's, that's like, not for school it's kids. It's not school kids. That's that. just it's for just pissed idiots. up idiots. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's there's a few of them that do it. I think, I think the there's a KFC that I read about recently that uh, only allows in like two groups of kids at a time.
4: Well, that's what they'll be doing. They say they'll only allow um two eating in at a time.
2: Yeah. Oh.
4: Drastic measures.
2: Yeah, those uh, school kids coming in and causing lots of trouble. I know. I would have thought it. Eh? Why? Why don't they just get Ronald McDonald out? Because that that guy used to scare the hell out of me as a kid. Yeah. Well, I've I've pulled a picture up for the benefit of the radio. Does it? it it's not the. Uh... <laughs> that is the worst Ronald McDonald ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you should add that to our Twitter feed and tweet it out to people because that picture is sinister. Uh... That sinister Ronald McDonald. That is.
4: Alright, I've posted it on Twitter, so have a look yourself. I've posted the link, but yeah, <laughs> slightly ridiculous. Um, hopefully, you know, apparently they've been causing thousands of pounds worth of damage, these kids. So, well, maybe maybe that'll uh, stop that.
2: What are they doing? Are they burning the place down? Well, I don't know.
4: Well, they've only got seats and tables. I, yeah. Graffiti, maybe? Maybe. Drawing, you know I mean? drawing rude pictures with markers? <laughs>
2: As kids do?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I probably did it before, when I was you know, at school.
2: Last week? <laughs> yeah, I got
4: thrown out by the bouncer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, um, there's an interesting fact about McDonald's, it's not, not so much true anymore, but uh, kind of in the 90s, early 2000s, they were all designed specifically, like um, the seating and uh, the lighting and everything was all designed so that you wouldn't spend more than 20 minutes in there. So everything would get uncomfortable for you after 20 minutes.
4: Yeah, they've never been the most comfortable. Why? Is that so that they free the spaces up? Yeah, it's to keep the turnover of space going. Oh, right, okay. Interesting fact. There you go. Well, there used to be... uh, The the McDonald's in Meadow Hall used to have a big seating area inside, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And now I think they just prefer to get everybody out into the main main food hall.
2: I I never understood that, because they've got the big seating area in the middle of the food hall, and that's what a food hall's for.
4: Yeah, I know, but... You can spend a good five, ten minutes walking around for a seat
2: by which time your food's gone cold. Yeah. So, what I need to do in Meadow Hall is allow people that are uh, eating in the spoons there to sit in the food hall because you can never get a bloody seat in there. Uh, we managed it actually. I've only been in
4: once. <laughs> it was busy though. Yeah, it's always um, busy.
2: Trying to get served
4: is a bit of a mission. All,
2: all the fellas avoiding the missuses who are out shopping. Yeah. Day, I think Dave, our mate
4: Dave, did that, actually. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, why not? Have a beer, why not? <laughs> it's nice in there, though, but like you say, it could be a bit bigger. So,
2: what's the next tune of the day? It's not this one, because we've already played this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mono King with a perfect 10 out of 10.
4: Oh, marvellous. Get in touch on the Twitter, at The Squeak.
2: Monoking, um, quite a cool new sound they've got. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's, uh, they've they've been around a few years, and they kind of was a, a bit um, early Arctic Monkeys ish at one time. Yeah, uh, and they've changed all the sound. They have got that electronic kind of aspect in the background, um, and they're gigging around Sheffield. So look out for them on the on the road, as it were. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I'm a mental? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Anyway, it's
4: a beautiful day in Sheffield today, isn't it? It's boiling. Very nice. Yes. It's barbecue weather. Yeah. All round to face then. <laughs> yes, again. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, we, we mentioned this story a few weeks ago. Um, f- you know 50 Cent had uh, filed for bankruptcy? Oh, yes. And then he posted all them pictures on Instagram of him surrounded by yeah. bundles and bundles of cash.
2: I've actually seen the picture for the first time this week. And he actually spelled out the word broke. Broke with in cash. In bundles of cash. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah, uh, that's Excellent. the picture for the benefit of the radio.
2: Yeah, well done. <laughs> Definitely,
4: he's he's, <laughs> he's really here. Um, yeah, um, so he's 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 had to explain these pictures in court, and he said they're not real.
2: Yeah, of course you would not. do, wouldn't you? Yeah.
4: So, um,
2: I think his uh, his lawyer argued that um, he, he because he has such a demographic of fans that are poor. That he has to appear to be rich to uh inspire them to make money. Mm, sounds what a, a bit thin. What a what a crap argument that is. Yeah. Um well, um the judge
4: asked him um, you know, what it was all about and he said it was just props and then it wasn't covering up his wealth. Yeah. So the judge has now appointed an examiner to review all of his assets. Um but when he filed filed the bankruptcy, it said that he was um in debt of fifty million dollars. Yeah. But the Forbes Rich List had actually got his wealth at around 155 million, so yeah, he's still got 100 million dollars somewhere knocking but about. How accurate are those
2: Forbes lists? I'm well, sure they just pluck a figure out of the air.
4: Well, they must be that, but then why? Why do it? That's just sensationalising it.
2: Yeah, exactly. So like, like just what these papers and stuff do, isn't that.
4: Maybe. How, what's your view on tattoos, James? Uh, I'm not a big fan of them, to be honest. Uh, what about tattoos on the face? Definitely not a big fan of that. <laughs> Funny story, actually. Me and uh, me and Dave were once uh, in town, yeah. and Dave's famous for not leaving s six. But we well, were in town, and uh, we decided to go for a pint. So we went in the uh, the Rawson Spring equivalent. We went in the Benjamin Huntsman. Oh <laughs> right. And uh, this, uh, we were still right near the disabled toilets, and this poor bloke had come out of the disabled toilets, and this bloke with a tattoo all over his face. We called him Tattoo Face Man. Um. Not saying, his actual name. I don't know what his name was. we was really scary, so we didn't speak to him directly. We just witnessed this barrage of abuse that he gave this bloke coming out of the disabled toilets because he'd not locked wow. the door. He says, why don't you lock the door? Why don't you lock the door? He says, well, well, I thought I had. He went, "Oh, you don't look disabled, didn't What's wrong with you? I'm having a go at this bloke. I mean, Dave like, I'm never leaving Hillsborough again. <laughs> but yeah, just on that, um, you know, Zane out of One Direction has uh, gone his own way. Yes. He's had a tattoo on his face. Um, again, for the benefit of the radio, there it is, James. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's bad. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but he's got M.O.M. Now, yeah. people were thinking that it's uh, you know, a tribute to his mum. It's not. It's um, it's it's the abbreviation of his album. Is it? Oh, my God. I know, yeah. Not the, not the greatest yeah. idea, is it? What if he has 14 albums? They will be tattooed
2: yeah. for his yeah. mum, won't they? What if his album flops and that's on his face for the rest of his life? I know.
4: Uh, well, we're not, I'm not sure if it's permanent. Um, I'd hope not, but he has got a, quite a lot of tattoos.
2: Yeah.
3: But, yeah. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: I saw a picture last night. Uh, it was with the October Drift Lads. And All right. If you've ever seen the video for You Are, You Are, which is kind of set on a beach with uh, someone in a balaclava just going a bit mad. Okay. Um, yeah, that guy apparently wanted the October Drift logo tattooed onto him.
4: All right, uh, it is quite a good logo, actually.
2: Apparently, it is. I think that would actually make a really good tattoo. But uh, apparently, uh, he turned up at a house party with, you know, his beer and a tattoo gun, and asked one of the guys from October Drift to do the lo- draw the logo on him- on the back of his neck. Which they did, oh, and it just looks like a, a disaster. Scribble. It looks like looks like somebody's just drawn a circle in big pen with a line through it. It's rather amusing.
4: Oh, that's a disaster in it. Yeah, that's terrible.
2: The best thing is it's on it's on the back of his neck, so he he can't see it. So he he could yeah, think no, but everybody that he's got else? the best logo ever. Everybody else can see it though. <laughs> that's terrible. In his mind, it looks brilliant. Oh dear. Obviously, you know. Quite a character to do with that one, yeah. You'd have to say, he is quite a character, he's already got a lot of tattoos there, so it's not too out of place.
4: Mm. Well, um, just on One Direction because we love them. Um, Harry, uh, what's his face? Styles, yeah, he's been cast in a film, has he? Yeah, right. Um, it's uh, a film about Dunkirk, so it's quite a serious role. Okay, have you not seen uh, have you not seen it? No, uh,
2: I've I... Don't follow One Direction news. Well, I
4: don't, if I'm being completely honest. But I just saw it.
2: <laughs> um, you, you've come up with two One Direction stories this week. I think you subscribe to their <laughs> mailing list.
4: <laughs> well, technically, Zane's not in One Direction anymore, is he?
2: Well, they all aren't, are they? Aren't they? Or, or they, they've split, but they say they're taking an extended break or something.
4: Yeah, well, I think that's that's one of the reasons because he's going to be um, he's got a, he's got a role in a Fox series, Scream Queens. Um, right. He's going to be a doctor in that, and then he says he's going to be in this um, Dunkirk um, film. But
2: it, it looks, oh, it's a war war drama. But it's um, well, I'd imagine it is if it's about Dunkirk. Well, it's, I don't know if it's a
4: film though. Oh no, it isn't a film yeah it, By Christopher Nolan as well, so it's going to be really? quite, you know, high profile. Wow! So,
2: good director Chris Nolan. Mm,
4: so it's going to be out in uh, next year. It's planned for release next year. So
2: yeah.
4: that's probably why they've. they've you know, he's obviously got his eye on doing other things. Hasn't
2: he? Have you got any more One Direction news you want to get out of the way, Luke? I think that's
4: about it. Good. But I mean, if, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you've got any,
2: then feel free. Uh, no, no. No One Direction news whatsoever. Oh, God. I do think we should have a time-out, though. Have you seen the news about time-outs? What, the chocolate bars? Yeah. No. Cadburys have discontinued the oh, traditional time Don't
4: say these things. Yeah. Saying so, that, you can't really buy them at supermarkets anymore.
2: Well, apparently they stopped producing them in February, and whatever's on the shelves now are the last of the timeouts. But they have brought out a a derivative called timeout wafer, which is... sounds exactly the same. It's a single stick rather than a double, and they've got rid of the flaky bit in the middle and just put another wafer in there.
4: So it's just a wafer biscuit? Pretty much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so uh, if you see timeouts on the shelves, go and buy them if you want. I like timeouts, uh, I have to say. Yeah. That's a shame. But would you have a timeout or a twirl?
4: Um, well, I think value for money wise, twirls are probably the better. Uh, um, you know, you get you get more for your money. Yeah. Twirls are nice, aren't they? Yeah. Just it's like a flake, though. It's a
2: flake covered in chocolate, isn't it?
4: Essentially. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
2: Right. So this is more music. This is uh, Chesterfield alt rock band playing the Crystal Stage at Tramlines. This is Our Saving Day with their new song Kings.
4: Just coming up to 25 to 3, listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM.
2: saving day with Kings Um, yeah they've been gigging around a bit you've seen them live haven't you Luke yes I I couldn't remember where I'd seen them actually
4: they were uh, they played the same gig as um, October Drift and Slow Readers Club back in when I went to see them at the corporation
2: that's it a local authority corporation Uh,
4: yes that's it yeah Um, the the upstairs
2: room as I call it that's it but they're they're, uh, doing lots of gigging around uh, well around Yorkshire and stuff at the minute so ones to look out for young kids doing well yeah, they are quite young, aren't they? Um, and yeah. they've got that. Um, obviously,
4: they've got that American team band feel, uh, punk poppy type. Yeah, that yeah. that sort of stuff. So, if you're into that, then go and see them. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: And they've been announced for the Crystal Stage at Tramlines. Have a- they actually been announced, Luke? That's that's, uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> lovely an announcement. Yeah. Uh, has anything else been announced? Because I'm not sure about what
2: what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's been quite a few have you not been keeping an eye on the uh, Crystal Stage Facebook page absolutely <laughs> said with utter conviction there uh,
4: no I have seen bits but but no I'm, I've not kept myself in the loop I've not, I've not made the effort to keep myself in the loop James well, so quite far, honest. Quite there's, honest.
2: there's still more to be announced but so far the lineup has got Repo Men, Jekyll Vladimir, Our Saving Day Four Authors, your favourites. I like Four Authors. Been listening to them on the way, haven't we, James? Yes, indeed. Uh, the Leathernecks.
4: This time, you've got me feeling like I can't
3: breathe.
2: That's, Super fan. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep you away from them on the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. No Hot Ashes, Yeah, like one them. of your favourites. I like them, yeah, I'm not going to sing anymore. Goose. Yep. Uh, science, Jackal's Rose. Kong, who have just won the uh, best band award at the exposed, exposed yeah. Uh, Puppet Rebellion, oh, Slow Readers all. Club. Oh, I love them. October Drift and the Winachi Tribe.
4: So when So it has been announced, then that's good. Then because I may have mentioned something last week that was uh, unconfirmed.
2: <laughs> yes. Was that the Puppet Rebellion one? Uh, I, just I think There was a few. I yeah. think for Slow Readers, Puppet Rebellion. Yeah. Um, so but that's that, good then. That's, that's a lineup. The dates and times haven't been announced yet. But. Ah, right. Well, that's the mistake I sort of made. Yeah. So uh, yeah, keep an eye on the uh, Crystal Stage Tramlines Facebook page.
4: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great um, some great bands that obviously we've we've heard them first time we champion them, but uh, brilliant. Yeah. Really looking forward to Puppet Rebellion. I, I enjoyed Fragments that we played a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Very good song. No Ashes, obviously very good. Yeah, and obviously really slow readers. Really young as well. Oh, Noah
2: Ashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't
4: believe how young they are. He's got a, his voice doesn't sound. It's like. A seventeen-year-old mm.
2: lad, um, and they've got that kind of funky style, haven't they? Mm, rather than very good, And the heavy guitar stuff. Uh,
4: I mean, if they can carry on doing what they're doing uh, and getting
2: getting stuff recorded,
4: I think they'll yeah. uh, they'll be up
2: there. I, th- I think uh, they're releasing Goose, I believe, soon with with uh, a local label to them. I think.
4: Oh right, I, I see. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah.
2: So. One of our favorite songs that we played on on this very show
4: yeah very good, uh, and they're on Spotify and they're on the social media, so check them out if you' uh, if you're if you're wanting to do that indeed definitely um did you see um somebody doing a tightrope walk in Sheffield the other day? I
2: saw photos of it online yeah
4: yeah it it, uh, it took sort of social media by storm on um so what what day is it on Friday um there was a a tightrope walker. Between the two Sheffield Hallam University buildings. Yeah, um, it was uh, an adventure athlete called Sarah Rixom. Um She was up there um, for for quite a while, just doing the tightrope walk. But she's the current record current world record holder for the longest female highline set at 394 feet, which took place over the mountains uh, in in Molson in Switzerland. Um, so, I mean, that's that's pretty pretty scary stuff.
2: Yeah. Quite high up. I'm not a big fan of heights myself. Well, apparently, from a few people that were watching, apparently she fell off quite a bit. Oh, did she? Yeah. And I, I saw, like, um, a few vi- different videos and people commenting about it. Uh, she's obviously on some kind of safety line thing. Oh, yeah,
4: she's not going to fall to her death. She yeah. not, she's on not a harness.
2: Which I think is kind of cheating at that, that thing, isn't it? If you're <laughs> going to do it, do it properly. Well, um,
4: I remember watching a documentary when I was... Uh, I think it was on a long haul flight, and they got the documentary on it. It was about this um, this guy that did it between the, the skyscrapers in America. I don't know if yeah. it was the Twin Towers, maybe.
2: I think it was. It's, uh, oh, Man on Wire, is it called? Yeah. yes.
4: Actually, that's what it's called. It escaped me, but yeah, that's what it's called. Um, and he did that without any sort of protective gear or anything, and he was up there for hours. Yeah. Absolute hours. Imagine
2: the wind up there. Well, like yeah.
4: That was the thing. Um, the police were the police had closed all the roads off, and they were you know they were trying to get him down. He wouldn't come down, and in the end, when he did come down, they arrested him. Yeah, um, but a, a, a phenomenal documentary, really, really good. And like you say, what a talent to be able to stay up there. Yeah, um, a lot, a lot higher than the university buildings, uh, no protection,
2: and in, in the wind. Yeah, well, he's doing it right. He's doing it properly, and then <laughs> you know if if he does plummet to his death. I'm sure lots of people would be filming it and that would hit YouTube within seconds and become one of the most watched videos. Uh, well I think Earth. it was before YouTube then, was about. Yeah, and then we'll all, all feel really bad about watching somebody die. Just to cheer up the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um this year there's uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff around VR virtual reality coming out. All right. Um tell me more. Cuz they've uh, They've basically almost perfected virtual reality where you put a headset on and you're then immersed into the environment, the computer mm. environment. Uh, and there's, there's a few different ones coming out. There's Oculus Rift from Facebook and there's uh, PlayStation VR coming out. Well, um, I, I saw um, Black Mirror, by uh,
4: the, the anthology series by yeah, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Brooker. Yeah. And there was one of those episodes which was a bit like that, in that vein.
2: Yeah. Um, Interesting. But the, the reason I just thought of that is that to promote VR last year... Um, Sony uh, built uh, a computerized version of uh, that man on wire scene and had people do it in VR in a room. And when, when you're actually watching it from the outside, the people have got the, the helmet on and they're looking around as though they're on top of the building and walking across that tightrope. Yeah. But when you're outside watching it, like just somebody stumbling around a room, like scared to death about falling over. It's uh, it looks really really immersive and, and clever how they've done it.
4: It's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. Anything like that, yeah, really do, really
2: do. Well, that'll be um, that'll be
4: pretty cool. It's not, you know, it can't feel the same though. You can't feel hundred percent the same because you haven't got the wind
2: and no, everything else. no. but it's still going to be kind of uh, freaky, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, impressive, yeah.
2: What we've we got coming up next, James. So, did you know that there was a Dublin in America? Uh, I didn't actually. In Georgia, this is where these guys hail from, and this All is right. down from zero. Hail to the king! Sounds a bit heavy, this. Yep, indeed. Bit of rock okay. for your Sunday afternoon. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, another band that have sent us uh, their music through the uploader, as any band can. We like to get some Sheffield bands played out as well. So any Sheffield band, send us your music. Mm. Uh, but yeah, down from zero, hail to the king from Dublin and Georgia. Excellent, excellent musicians. Very good guitar with that. Yeah, mm. indeed.
4: Bit heavier for me, but I, I enjoyed that. Very good. Yes. I'm more of a more of an easy listening man myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard that you're easy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, James, are you a John Betjeman fan? Ah, absolutely not No? I don't know <laughs> the, the poet? Um, is it a poem that doesn't rhyme? Well, the first line of his uh, probably most famous one is Come friendly bombs and fall on slough It isn't fit for humans now
4: Oh yeah then Yeah I, I'm not. I'm not massively into poetry. I'll be honest. Why? What's? Uh, no, why do you ask?
2: Of course, Slough is the uh, location of Wernham Hog in the uh, office. The office, right. uh, And there's been a debate started in Slough, as apparently pops up every few years. Uh, but people have uh, said that they want to change the name because from Slough, yeah, because it's known for uh, being a bit of a dodgy place. Well saved um, <laughs> So what
4: are they proposing Well it'll still be this You can't You can't polish a turd Can you <laughs> <laughs> To no. be frank no. so It's still going to be the same place Even if you change the name
2: Well if you think back to uh, Remember Ali G uh, Who did In the house His film uh, That was based around Stains. Yeah Well yeah. Staines re- A few years ago Changed their name Who oh, did they and, uh, They're now ju- Just to make themselves uh, That little bit posher It's now Stains upon Thames so they have Nobody's going to call it Stains upon Thames. It's no, going to be it's just stains. stains yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, utterly pointless. Apparently, people hate their town that much, uh, and they they hate the the social stigma around it. So they uh, they're trying to position the council into changing the name. How bizarre, indeed. Any proposed names? Uh, <laughs> not that we can say on air. That's come to my mind. <laughs> have you ever been to Slough?
4: I've never been to Slough, so if, if you hadn't have told me that it was, you know, not the most salubrious of areas, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. And I would so. would have held it in no prejudice whatsoever.
2: They're, they're making a rod for their own back with this, aren't they?
4: Well, I mean, I've been to uh, Warrington, and there can't be many worse places than Warrington.
2: I would say that Slough is very similar to Warrington, having, having been okay. to them both.
4: Okay, so using Warrington as a sort of like...
2: That's your baseline. Yeah,
4: Slough is sort of
2: around the same mark. Yes, right. I'm just reading. i just. I've, I saw this on the Guardian website, and I'm reading the uh, the comments. The first one is obviously you can't polish a turd.
3: Oh right, well there you go. Uh, then. So how Vilified. original
2: you are. Um, <laughs> so, someone has suggested instead Upton top ranking, which, uh, if you know the old Agatha and Donna song, that uh, <laughs> that makes sense. No, um, over my head. Sorry. Yeah.
4: Send us your suggestions in. We're gonna have a, we're gonna we're gonna have one last song, um, and then uh, please send us your suggestions in uh, ones that we can read. Call, um, and uh, and we'll be back after this. Who is it? First of all, it starts fairly quickly. James,
2: it does start very, fairly quickly. Well, start it, and we'll say it is after.
4: Excellent production.
3: Now it's time to funk. she shakes her own.
2: Take your rump, James. I'm, I'm shaking my rump as we talk. <laughs> the Groover Lottos. Yes, there's, there's two reasons why I, I chose this one this week. Firstly, the name is The Groover Lottos. It's the best band name of the week. Yeah, and they're from Cape Cod, which just, that name always makes me laugh. It's better than Slough. That's a bit fishy to me. Yeah, mm, indeed. We've
4: had a suggestion in from the man himself, the musical genius... Malone. Maloney. Um, Call uh, rename Slough Pocket Fluffland. I'd go. Yeah. At least it's clean.
2: I think I think it's worse than pocket fluff. I think it's Belly Button fluff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. That is that is, <laughs> that is worse. That is worse. I think I think that's uh, that's what I'd go with.
4: Yeah. So um, where are they from? Are they uh, that sounded like it should be being a musical or something. That song. It's very blues the, the brothers Lottos Yeah, I liked it.
2: Funk soul brother.
4: The reason we uh, we sort of introduced it at the end is because your iPad crashed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All my notes are on the iPad, so uh, yeah, I had a little mini panic for a second. But uh, yeah, we redeemed it by completely just fluffing through it.
4: Yeah, as ever.
2: Yeah. Nobody would have known if you hadn't said.
4: Honest shows. Honest, very honest.
2: Um, special announcement: we're on for two hours next week, James. Indeed.
4: Unfortunately, uh, Paul Sellers is not here, uh, it's his other last birthday, yeah. so there'll be no Eclectica, so we'll be in from, uh, so it'll be earlier, so it'll be one, one, one until three, one until three, with uh, special guest hopefully.
2: Yes, with with special guest and uh, obviously again if you're in a Sheffield band or, or a local band then send us your music and we'll uh, like to play that for you, Yeah, special in touch spe- on Twitter. Spe-
4: special guest, Mr Tubber. Mr Tubba, TB announced TBA um, a friend of mine went skiing and uh, she'd got the tickets through and it said t- t- he said oh, I'm sharing a, sharing a room with with someone called Mr Tubba <laughs> <laughs> Tubba. Right. no Beth that's to be announced Yes, Tubba.
2: or Tubber to be confirmed
4: either way I think it works Tubba Tubba probably works better than Tubber because yeah. you won't have you want got confused well most people won't have got confused with TBA, t-b-a to be honest
2: where could that possibly be from um, like sounds
4: like an African Bond villain <laughs> yeah
2: it does Yeah. Mm. yeah. an African name.
4: yeah yeah. anyway um, DJ Ski is up next at three o'clock he's not here yet but he's not the best timekeeper is he <laughs>
2: he'll, he'll come running in bang on three o'clock where there's three minutes of adverts to play and he'll and uh, still be late <laughs> he'll, he'll manage to, uh, to talk to you? us for three minutes and Will then
4: we only see him for once once a week, so we we have to we have to have a catch up and a chum don't we? And then by which
2: time he's like, oh no, it's oh. Yeah. late, late again. Ever professional at, at this radio station? Absolutely, gotta be. Yeah, I think that's why they only let us in on a Sunday. Oh, on a Sunday, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing through the week then, James? You got anything uh, anything planned?
2: Uh, I'm doing the the old Al Talk podcast tomorrow. Uh, gonna work on that. Uh, which has been crazy? That has gone just stupidly popular. Yeah, yeah, it's getting thousands of downloads. It's been featured on iTunes.
4: Well, I've, I were um, talking, of, talking a podcast, well, well, been shamelessly plugging stuff, um, I were listening to uh, Carmeloni's podcast while I was making my breakfast yesterday. Very good. His latest one's uh, a drummer special.
2: Yeah, a drummer special. I, I like the uh, the ones he did uh, the one before
4: that with Paul Tufts. Well, if if you if you haven't listened, basically it's, ladies and gentlemen, Vanos. You're right. yeah. Carl, that's it. Good though,
2: yeah, I enjoyed that, it very that's, much. Uh, basically, you can fast forward through it, and <laughs> that is literally the whole content. Yeah.
3: Carl, tell me about your podcast.
2: Uh, and of course, he's uh, DJ Skeezie, and his phone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, ever professional on this uh, this radio <laughs> station,
4: and he can't turn it off. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter.
3: Many apologies, that was my fault. It's all
2: right. Oh no worries.
4: At least you're here. <laughs> right, um, we'll be back for two hours at one o'clock. Um, stay tuned for DJ Ski with Platinum Plates. Yep. Have a good week. Goodbye. Oh, and enjoy paddies, of course.
2: Yes.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince.